so we are starting a new series tonight called Whole. And it's the Thanksgiving series, kind of, and it's about not just being grateful, but about being better people. Because one of the things we do a lot at this time of year is we talk about being thankful, we talk about being grateful, we talk about having the Christmas spirit, but we don't let it change us throughout the year. And so one of the things as Christians is we have to do better. Like, we have to uh, be better examples. We have to try to actually practice what we preach. I don't know what I just did here. We have to try to actually practice what we preach and actually show people who Jesus is. We can't just do that by going to church and then talking about it. We have to actually show it. And so I want to start with Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. Um, But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. So this is called, in the scripture, the final judgment. So this is basically Jesus telling everybody about a judgment that is going to happen. He's the son of man. That's a messianic title. And uh, sheep and goats is just kind of saying the sheep are the people that have followed Jesus and the goats are the ones that don't. This does not mean that in real life goats are evil and you can go kick them and sheep are nice and you can go pet them. It's just using this because people understood that as sheep were kind of easy and goats were kind of stubborn and all of this. And so it's Jesus teaching about the judgment of the nations, teaching about what the judgment is, talking about what it actually means to be a Christian. It's more Uh, than just salvation. It's what you change with salvation, how your heart changes. And so we're going to the first part here. Verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. So basically Jesus is like, guys, the way you treated the least of us, the way you treated people that need it, the way you treated people that were hungry, the way you treated people who were in prison, the way you treated people who needed help, who needed clothing, who needed food, who needed money, who needed time, that's you treating me. Now, I think everybody who's ever been in a church would say, yeah, that's right. That's awesome. That's so true. But then when you look at how we kind of act sometimes, especially during political times, uh, we don't really live by this all the time. But Jesus is very serious here saying, hey, This is how, what it looks like when you go to heaven. He's not saying salvation isn't the way. He's saying you have to actually allow the salvation to change you. You have to actually allow yourself to be changed from what you were before. You can't just say, Jesus, forgive me, and then be the same old person and do the same old sins and hate everybody and do all of this. And one of the things you'll hear a lot is, well, if you give them money or you give them food, then then they're just always going to expect that they should get more jobs. They should do this. They should do that. And people tie politics and political beliefs into this. And Jesus, again, very clearly says, hey, how you treat the least of these. He's not saying if you give them money. He's not saying what you give. He's not saying any of that. He's saying how you treat them, how you talk about them, how you judge them, how you love them. That's what you do to me. Because it's super easy to love Jesus. Because we all know he's perfect and holy and he loves us. So it's super easy to go to church and sing songs and, and say Jesus is awesome and I love him and he's changed my life and he's done good things. That's actually kind of easy because again, he's never done anything wrong to us because he loves us. It's really hard to love other people and it's really 
really hard to not judge other people. It's really hard to not look at somebody who is kind of failing or doing the wrong thing or in a bad life or, or doesn't have anything and think, oh, well, that's just because of who they are. And we think that sometimes and we have these judgments. And you can't control that first judgment, but you can control what you do with that. And so again, Jesus is like, hey, remember, everybody you see, that's me. Like everybody who's less, who you think of as less than you, that's me. You have to actually show them who you are. It's not just about saying, hey, we should go help people. It's about helping people. And again, not everybody can give money and not everybody can give food and not everybody can even give time all the time. Um, but we can care and we cannot judge and we can love and we can hope and we can do things like Tuesdays where we have pantries and we have stepping forward and we have meals and we do all of these things to help people. Uh, and, and he puts all of this together because this is the way we actually show who we serve. Again, it's very easy to say, I'm a Christian and to go to church, but you have to actually show people. People should be able to know that you're a Christian, to know that you go to church without ever you saying anything. It's about how you live, how you treat people, how you love people, how you show people who you serve. And then we go to the next part, and this is where it gets a little dark. Um, then the king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison and you didn't visit me. Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth, when you refused to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous will go into eternal life. So this is basically saying the people who refuse to help, the people who refuse to see people as people, the people who think politics is all there is, and I have to go with party lines, and I have to do this, and I have to do that, and this is what's important, and this is what welfare should be, and this is what that should be, and blah, 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 blah. He's like, guys, you have to let it change your heart. It's not necessarily about what you're able to do. It's not necessarily about, hey, if you give somebody money, you're helping them, because he never mentions money in all of this. What he says is, your heart has to change. And a lot of people are going to be very surprised by who's in heaven because it's going to be people who lived for him and who gave their lives and they were truly saved. And maybe they don't look like Christians and maybe they, they weren't at church every Sunday, but they really lived for him and they helped people and they loved people and they showed Jesus in the world. And a lot of people, if we would feel that way, would be surprised by who's not there because there are always going to be people who say, I am a Christian, I just don't want to change anything to do it. I just want to go and I want to say that I'm this and I want to live that way. Because it's very easy to say I'm a Christian. Uh, Hitler did a lot of things in the name of God saying that he was doing things for Jesus and all of these things. There are a lot of people throughout time who have done worse well, as bad things. Uh, again, in the name of God because everybody can do this. He's not saying here that it's the works. He's not saying if you give to charity, you're going to heaven. If you don't, you're not. He's not saying uh, if you feed people, then you're going to heaven. If you don't, then you're not. He's not saying if you visit people at prison, then you're going to heaven. If you don't, then you're not. He's saying it's your heart. And when you become a Christian, there's this moment where you start to learn, hey, I'm going to change. Uh, in confirmation today, we talked about Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus is this wonderful example, and it's a kid's story. A uh, kid's song, I mean, and a wonderful story where Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. Uh, and when the Savior passed him by, he looked up in the tree, and he said, Zacchaeus, you come down from there, because I'm going to your house for tea. Side note, uh, I sing that song to Beatrice with her name, as Beatrice was a wee little ma'am, and then we go from there. But, um, and so she knows the song. 
But Zacchaeus was this jerk who stole money and cheated and did all of these bad things. But he went to look for Jesus because he knew there was something different. He was a really bad person. But when he met Jesus, he's like, this is what I need. This is who I am. And so he immediately changed. And he saw, I'm giving you my heart and I'm going to back it up. It wasn't the fact that he gave money that made him a Christian. It's the fact that he could not avoid helping people. He could not avoid changing. Whereas there are other people uh, like the Pharisees who followed God every day and they knew all of the scriptures and they had everything memorized, but they didn't care at all about anybody else but themselves. And, And so Jesus came and he showed people, he's like, hey, it's again, not about the works and it's not about the acts. It's about what you do with your heart. And if you truly give your heart to him, if you truly want to change, then you're going to see people differently. Again, it's not about money and it's not about charity. and It's not about those things. It's about How do you judge people? How do you love people? How do you hope for people? And this series, I want to talk about this stuff, about who we are. And tonight's about identity and who we are, who you're defined. Because it's really easy to go to youth, and it's really easy to go to church, and it's really easy to go on Tuesdays, and it's really easy to tell people at school, hey, I'm a Christian, or at work, hey, I'm a Christian, or whatever. But it's really hard to allow your heart to change. And again, it's not about politics and it's not about money and it's not about charity and stuff. It's about love and it's about saying, okay, I'm not going to judge these people because they're different, because they don't believe the same, because they have less. I'm going to still love them. Maybe you're not going to give them money, but you're still going to love them and hope for them and pray for them. And you're going to understand not just treat others how you'd want to be treated, but treat others as Jesus would treat them or treat others as you would treat Jesus because that's what it's about and that's what he's saying here. And he says it in this really serious, dark way because he wants people to understand because at this time the church is just starting or about to start and people are going to have a really hard time when he goes on uh, to heaven because the disciples are just people and so he knows that it's going to be this tricky time and he wants them to really get it. It's kind of like if your parents are about to go on vacation and you get to stay home for the weekend and they give you the rules and then they go over the rules and then they go over the phone numbers and they go over the rules again and then right before they walk out the door they go over the rules again and it's not that they don't trust you but it's that they really want to hit those rules so that you're safe so that you know what to do so you know how to react and so Jesus says he's about to die for everybody he's like I really want to hit this guys because you have to understand it's about more than just saying I want to do this it's about changing it's about giving your heart it's about being a better person it's about being like Jesus not just believing in him although that's vital and important But it's about being like him and loving people like him and showing people who you really are and being whole because of him. Because without him, you cannot be whole. There are so many other things that you can uh, try to find to to build your identity around. And you can build it around charity. You can be like, I'm going to give the most money or I'm going to be the best athlete or I'm going to be the best student or I'm going to be the best husband or the best daughter or the best wife or the best boyfriend or the best girlfriend or the best whatever. But ultimately, all of those things change or fall away. The only thing that stays is Jesus. The only thing that never changes is Jesus. The only thing that never changes is your faith. And so you give that to him, and then that helps you to change, to be better. And all of those other things are good, and it's cool, and you can do them. But once you change, once you give your heart to him, you have to allow your heart to also change, and then you go forward. And it's not this boom thing where you become a Christian and you know all the answers because you don't. But it's this thing where you say, I'm going to try to do better. And each day you try to do a little better. And you love people more and you help people more. And you show.
show people more about who he is. And then you help each other to do that because it's a journey and we all are in this together and we all can do the best we can to love God, love others and show people who Jesus is in the way that we act, in the way that we talk, in the way that we live. And that's all I got.